0: Click Educators for free subscriptions to Who Smarted Plus. Let's all get smarted together. Hey there, it's Trusty. And you know I love sitting at home listening to good podcasts as much as I love going on adventures. And do I have a great one to recommend to all you smarty pants and smarty parents from the award-winning Go Kids Go team. It's called Snoop and Sniffy. What happens when Snoop an experienced dog detective from London, gets sent to small-town Pflugerville to train clueless puppy Sniffy as an undercover agent? Mystery, adventure, and chaos! Seriously, the town of Flugerville isn't Dolesville like Snoop expected, and he quickly realizes that he can't handle all the action without Sniffy by his side. Even when they're able to turn a blind eye to the alien superheroes and villains battling it out for control of Flugerville, Snoop and Sniffy have their paws full, solving wild and wacky mystery cases on Bark Street. Do you love to laugh? Do you love animals? Do you have the brightest mind since Sherlock Holmes? Then tag along. There are already eight seasons of hilarious canine crimes to solve. Search for Snoop and Sniffy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, smarty pants. Right now, I'm in a professional sports stadium. See if you can figure out what sport I'm watching. To help, I brought in everyone's favorite news reporter and sometimes
1: sports announcer. Chet Nickerson here. We've got a barn burner of a game today. A real back-and-forth contest with the lead changing several times. Ooh, with ten seconds on the clock, it's all going to come down to this final play. Hmm,
0: right off the bat, you can rule out one major sport, baseball. Chet said there was ten seconds left on the clock. And baseball doesn't go by a clock.
1: It goes by innings. Okay, keep listening. It's fourth down and goal to go. New York is down by six and has the ball on the Chicago 10-yard line. They need a touchdown to win. Johnson, the quarterback, lines up under center. The ball is snapped and Johnson drops back to pass. Here comes the defense looking for a sack to end the game. Oh, but Johnson scrambles to his right. He looks downfield. All his receivers are covered. Time's running out. He has to get rid of the ball. Johnson launches a perfect spiral towards the corner of the end zone. Several players leap for it. The ball is tipped in the air, and... And? It's a catch for a touchdown! New York wins the game 24-23 on a miracle pass with no time left! I've never seen anything like it! Except for three Sundays ago, where a very similar thing happened. All right,
0: Smarty fans, what sport am I watching? Is it A, hockey, B, basketball, or C, football? If you said C, football, you're right. Now, maybe you know some of these football terms like quarterback, receiver, sack, down, end zone, and touchdown. Or maybe you read the name of this episode and saw it was about football. Either way, good smarting. And talk about an exciting ending to an NFL game. Huh? Oh, for those who don't know, NFL stands for National Football League. It's the professional football league in the United States, where millions upon millions of football fans watch, listen, or attend games every weekend from September to February. Of course, in many parts of the world, football refers to an entirely different sport. Soccer. Which is why the football you just heard is often called American football. But the funny thing is, America isn't the only country with professional American football leagues. With the Super Bowl coming up, you might be wondering how was this popular sport invented? How have the rules and equipment changed over time? And why is a football shaped so not round? Get ready for another whiff of science and history on
1: Who's Smarted? Who's Smarted? smart is it you is it me is it science or history listen up everyone we make smarting lots of
0: fun on Who's smart and- hey smarty pants what's the most popular sport in america as voted on by sports fans across the country did you say football that's right football is number one touchdown followed by basketball
1: He hits from downtown for three. Baseball. And that's a grand slam home run. And hockey. He shoots. He scores. Nearly 15 million fans
0: tune in to watch an NFL game every weekend. And Super Bowl Sunday, which is the NFL championship game, is practically a holiday in America and the highest rated TV broadcast of the year. With well over 100 million people watching on average. Whoa. And just like basketball and baseball, the sport of football has been around for a very long time. How long, you ask? Well, what do you think, Smarty Pants? When was football first invented? Was it A, 55 years ago? B, 102 years ago? Or C, 153 years ago? If you said 153 years ago, you're right. On November 6th, 1869, two New Jersey colleges, Rutgers and Princeton, played what was billed as the first college football game in New Brunswick, New Jersey. But where did the idea of football come from? To find out, I'm taking a road trip to the Pro Football Hall of Fame located in Canton, Ohio. Where? Canton, Ohio? Why is the Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio? Didn't we just say the first football game was played in New Jersey? We'll tackle that a little later. First, let's meet my friend, Gritty McGridiron, an old-time football player and coach who knows everything there is to know about football. He said to whistle once we got here.
2: Huh? What? Uh, Ref, he was off sides. Open your eyes. Gritty,
0: Gritty, it's me, the trusty narrator.
2: Sorry, uh, I was having a flashback to the 1976 Rose Bowl. Oh, I see you brought some friends.
0: Oh yeah, meet the Smarty Pants. We've got enough people for a hundred football teams.
2: Great. Uh, Everybody head to the locker room and suit up. We'll start with a few basic drills.
0: No, no, Gritty, we're not playing. We're here to learn the history of football. Oh. Let's start with something kind of obvious. How did football get its name? After all, there are only two players on a football team who are allowed to use their feet during a game the punter, and the kicker.
2: The reason it's called football is because when it was first being developed in the mid-1800s, it was a kind of combination of two other sports that were super popular in Europe, soccer and rugby. Smarty
0: Pants, I'm sure you've heard of soccer and know that you mostly use your feet to kick the ball to try and score a goal. As for rugby, there are many things that are similar to football, like tackling. But you also score points by kicking the ball, so, it made sense to call this new combo sport football. So, Gritty, who actually invented football?
2: A fellow by the name of Walter Camp is known as the father of football. He was a medical student and a really good rugby player at Yale. But while he liked rugby, he thought it might be fun to change some of the rules and introduce a few new ones. For example, rather than fight over the ball every play, what if teams took turns possessing the ball? Uh, The team with the ball would get a certain number of tries to go a certain amount of distance by running or throwing the ball. And if they did it, they'd get more tries.
0: Ooh, that's a big rule change. Smarty Pants, do you know what those tries are called? Or how many tries you get? Or how far you have to advance the ball in order to get more tries? Gritty, want to help us out? Gritty?
2: Ref, he was in bounds when he caught the pass. Get some glasses.
0: No, 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 Gritty, Gritty, there's no game. We're explaining to the smarty pants what you call each attempt or try to advance the ball.
2: Uh, well, uh, each attempt is called a down. And you get four downs to move the ball a certain amount of distance. If you can do it, you get four more downs.
0: Did any of you smarty pants know that? Great. But here's the big question. How far do you need to move the ball down the field in order to get four more downs? Is it five yards, ten yards, twenty yards, or fifty yards?
2: Well, it's not fifty yards. An entire football field is a hundred yards long. That'd be half the field. The answer is ten yards. Uh Uh-huh.
0: And all those lines and numbers you see on a football field are to help the refs, teams, and fans know where the ball is and how far they need to go. Uh Ah, And for reference, 10 yards is about the length of two average-sized cars parked bumper-to-bumper. Now, I know what you're thinking. That doesn't seem very far. But when there's 11 huge football players trying to stop you, it isn't easy.
2: Speaking of, how many players are on the field for each team at one time?
0: What do you think, Smarty Pants? Is it 9 players, 10 players, or 11 players? Well, baseball is nine, but football is 11 players on the field at a time, just like soccer.
2: Some other innovations Walter Camp introduced were creating a line of scrimmage, the use of a quarterback, and the amount of points a team gets for scoring a touchdown or field goal.
0: Ah, yes, football has some interesting point totals. If you get the ball into the other team's end zone, that's a touchdown worth six points. And if you kick the ball between two goalposts, that's a field goal worth three points. Oh, and after you score a touchdown, you can kick the ball through the uprights for one more point. Or you can try to run or pass the ball into the end zone for two more points. Isn't that right, Gritty?
2: Yep. A lot of people don't know this, but a touchdown wasn't always six points. It used to be five points, just like a score in rugby. In 1912, it was changed from five to
0: six. Wow, have there been a lot of changes?
2: You betcha. There's been lots of changes in the rules, scoring, and especially the equipment. Oh yeah? Like what? Uh, smarty pants. What's the most notable piece of equipment you see when watching a football game? Here's a hint. It's got the team's logo on the side of it.
0: Hmm, did you say a football helmet?
2: But guess what? It wasn't until the 1930s that players started wearing helmets. Before then, they wore nothing more than a mashup of leather straps thrown together that barely covered their heads.
0: That doesn't sound very comfortable or protective.
2: Nope. Those leather straps eventually gave way to something that looked like aviator caps with ear flaps.
0: Oh, like what Charles Lindbergh or Amelia Earhart would wear.
2: Yep. Then, in the 1940s, a company named Riddell patented a plastic football helmet. Legend has it, it took an elbow to the teeth of famous quarterback Otto Graham of the Cleveland Browns in
1: 1953. Ow!
2: Oh, no. Not another tooth. For the face mask to make an appearance in the game. It was made of a clear plastic called lucite and wasn't very protective, with some even shattering upon impact. But it put things in motion for a sturdier one to be developed years later.
0: What about the other pads that football players wear?
2: Believe it or not, the use of pads to protect the player's upper body came long before the idea of protecting their heads. Ah... A guy named L.P. Smock designed leather and wool pads in 1877 that got sewn right onto the player's jersey. It wasn't until nearly a hundred years later that plastic materials were used in the football pads you see players wearing today, the ones that are shaped to the contour of a player's upper torso. Speaking of
0: shapes, why is a football shape so not round? And is it really made of pigskin?
2: Good questions. The answer is...
0: Coming up right after this quick break. Hi, Trusty here with a special message for all the parents and guardians listening. I know how important it is for your child to excel in every way possible, especially when it comes to education. Well, thanks to my friends at IXL, you don't have to go it alone. IXL is a personalized learning platform that's transforming the way children master everything from math to social studies. IXL's interactive courses and immediate feedback ensure learning is super engaging and accessible for every student, pre-K through 12th grade. Imagine that, a tool that grows with your child, offering personalized recommendations based on their progress. And we know it works because we've used it ourselves. Adam Tex-Davis, co-creator of Who Smarted used iXL to help his daughter stay on top of her schoolwork and excel in her classes. Backed by research, students who use the iXL program are more likely to get higher test scores because iXL functions like a tutor. And whether your child needs help with homework, classwork, test prep, 20% off iXL membership when you sign up now at iXL.com smarted. Visit iXL.com smarted to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. iXL Learning. Inspire. Excel. Learn more at iXL.com. Hey there, smarty moms, dads, adults, and anyone who loves great food but doesn't always have the time or energy to grocery shop, prep, and cook a big meal. plus 20% off your next month. That's code SMARTED50 at factormeals.com slash SMARTED50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Now back to who's SMARTED. Smarty Pants, you may have heard of football referred to as a pigskin, but is it
2: true? No, footballs aren't made from pigskin. But they once were made out of a pig's bladder. A pig's bladder is elastic, which means it stretches easily. The pig bladder would then be stuffed inside a hand-sewn leather covering. The only drawback is it needed to be constantly inflated because it would lose air upon impact.
0: Oh, that could slow the game down a bit.
2: Sure did. Between plays... Players took turns blowing into a little tube to inflate the ball.
0: (laughs) And what are footballs made from today?
2: Mostly cowhide. It was actually a pitcher from the Boston Red Sox. Strike three! Named Spaulding, who produced the first leather football with laces in the late 1800s. That made it much easier to throw. Ever since the mid-1950s, the Wilson Sporting Goods Company has produced every football by hand at their factory in Ada, Ohio. Any guesses how many footballs they make in a day? What do you think, Smarty
0: Pants? One hundred? One thousand? More?
2: Try four (laughs) thousand. But the big question is, why are footballs shaped like they are?
0: Yes, yes, we definitely want to know that.
2: Well, that, like everything else, evolved over time. What started out like a cross between a deflated basketball and a rugby ball eventually became more elongated as the use of the forward pass was introduced in 1906. The quarterback drops back to throw
1: and... It's caught for a touchdown!
2: The official name for the shape of the football is a prolate spheroid. And it's constructed to very specific measurements and weighs between 14 and 15 ounces. And that concludes today's tour of the Hall of Fame.
0: Wait, wait, last question. Why is the Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio?
2: Because the American Professional Football Association, which would become the NFL, was founded in Canton in September 1920 with an original 10 teams. Today, there are 32 teams.
0: Amazing. Thanks, Gritty. Oh, look, there's a football on the ground.
2: Fumble!
0: No, no, Gritty,
1: Gritty, it isn't a- Ooh, and the narrator sacked for a 10-yard loss.
0: Ow. A big super shout out to superfan Ryan in Wiley, Texas, who gets up before the sun even rises to listen to Who smarted. We appreciate your dedication to smarting, Ryan. This episode, Football, was written by Dave Downfield-Davis and voiced by Taya Goal-Line-Garland, Adam Jets-Davis, Max Onside-Kick Kamaski, and Jerry Colbert. Technical direction and sound design by Josh Halftime-Hahn. Who Smarted is recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studios. Our associate producer is Max Kamaski. The theme song is by Brian Super Bowl Suarez, with lyrics written and performed by Adam Tex-Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex-Davis and Jerry Colbert. This has been an Atomic Entertainment production. Go Jets!